everybody, and welcome back to Modern Geekdom. On this week's episode, Aaron and Kook are talking the 50 worst cars of all time. Stick around. Julie, do the thing. Modern Geekdom. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Modern Geekdom. Would you kindly shut your noise hole? Exterminate. All systems go, Michael. Give it God! What the hell with this? Modern Geekdom. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hey there. Boys and girls. You got half the team today. But the better. Exactly, half one half. Is, uh, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to delve into uh, 50 worst cars of all time. Something when we stumbled upon this article, we've just been dying to talk about it. Well, and I, I love the fact that the article is from April twenty fifth of twenty seventeen. So it's like you know, it's a year and a half old article at this point. Like, it's fresh, it's still, you know. It's it's, it's it's quite ridiculous. And uh, if you haven't, it's not like out and, and heard of any of some of these cars before. Uh, you should definitely highly recommend. Yeah, yeah it's it, it, it's not like it's Buzzfeed. It's, it's it's Time Magazine, you know. So it's reputable, even though they use words like brain fart. But other than that, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> it really really got us really got us thinking about uh, the auto industry and where it came from and where you know some weird ways it could have went. <laughs> yeah, it got us there. Yeah, how we got from then until now is uh, quite a journey. So. But you, you know, you have to think too. Back, you know, back when when cars first started finding their way onto the road, um, how would the horses have handled it? You know, didn't you think they might have been a little nervous and seeing these, uh, you know, these carriages that were running without <laughs> their uh, their friends pulling it? Yeah. So well, and, you know, somebody had to come up with the, something. The, these initial vehicles weren't you know quiet they they didn't have the, the you know the nice mufflers and things that our vehicles now have so you're likely to scare a horse uh running down the street in a in a, in a vehicle uh, well and wooden wheels and to, to a buggy well uh, there the, our good friend uriah <laughs> smith of battle creek michigan came up with a good idea in 1899 yes, the, the 1899 horsey horseless which is about as amazing as the name suggests uh if you get a chance go out and google one of these things it, it's there's not any you know legitimate photographs because it's you know 1899 um but there is uh some sketches that uh, do just enough to allow you to illustrate and fill in the gaps in your mind uh essentially it's a it's a you know very early automobile which i'm sure most everybody has seen but there is a uh wooden horse head that's attached to the front of it uh in order to be able to make it resemble a horse and carriage uh if only from uh you know the horse's shoulders forward I like to think of it as like um, when they got rid of the paddle wheel excursions at Cedar Point, they had all those like fiberglass animals and stuff and people that they needed to do something with. They could just take in like a horse head and put it on a carriage or something like that. Yeah. It's just... Well, and and I love the recommendation here that the inventor Uriah Smith recommended that the horse head be <laughs> hollow and contain volatile fuel. 
I, I really, um, you know, I, I, I really wish there was a patent drawing of this. Yeah, I, I mean, and I could get there, a poster. There are some <laughs> sketches out. Like if you just if you Google eighteen ninety nine horsey horseless, you'll get some sketches. I, you know, I doubt that they're actual. You know, patent. You know, I, I want the patent at that point. I want little arrows but, uh, like telling you what the thing is. You know, like in this patent. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would. I would. I would have that framed and and decorate my living room with it. This at one hundred percent. Fantastic invention there. <laughs> I, I love the, the statement in this in the article it says it's not clear if the horsey horseless was ever actually <laughs> built or if it is a chimera of the auto industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, a boy can dream, right? Yes, absolutely. So moving on, we're gonna scroll right down. There's a couple other you know models in here, here and there. Well, uh, I like. You know, I like this Octo Auto because yes. it reminds me of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You know, when they were in Venice and they had that ridiculous car that came out of the uh, the submarine that had yes. way too many wheels. <laughs> but it's like, oh, they actually did have something like that. <clears throat> yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it brings to mind... Um... I, I I don't know for for whatever reason I get I, I a small train a crab. <laughs> it, like it makes me think of a crab like when I'm looking at I, it, it, it it's I, you know it, it's this thing has eight wheels <laughs> um but not it's it's not like eight wheels like a dually uh truck it is eight wheels it's it's, it's, it's four, four axles, axles. <laughs> Two axles in the front, two axles in the back, each with a single wheel on the end uh, I, I on don't... either side. So <laughs> you, you picture like the old-timey car, but instead of just two wheels on each side, you have four. And I, it's, it's as amazing as it sounds. And I'm like, well, what, what could possibly be the benefit? But they think it might have given him a smoother ride, but I, I just... At least that's what their theory was. I, I just, it's, I don't know. You know it's great like there's pictures of it. Twice as many wheels to hit stuff with. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <And> those, <laughs> those big old, <laughs> you know, wooden wheels. It just sounds awful. Yeah. And then right like after it, that on I, the list. You know, I realized that vulcanized rubber was not a thing at that time, but I don't, I don't understand how wooden wheels were ever... You know, meant to be comfortable, but I can't imagine on our modern Ohio roads, let alone what they had back in 1911. Uh, I almost think the 1911 roads would be better than I do too. It's it's trash. So, uh, moving on, uh, the the next one that we have to talk about. Is the uh, Scripps Booth by Auto Go uh, from 1913, and it's literally and we'll we'll put a, a, a link to this article in the uh, you know on the web page. I'm sure Chad will uh, Chad will do that for everybody. Uh, but it's a 3,200 pound motorcycle with training wheels and a V8 engine. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it's, thing, you, 
it's you straight look at out it. of an air conditioner. Like the the yeah the it, it's got copper piping along the sides that that literally are straight out of an AC, straight out of an AC condenser. That that um, one would only assume they'd either burn your skin immediately or they would freeze your skin immediately. Like there's no in between because there's just such serious uh, coils coming out of it. Uh, it's absolutely <sighs> insane. Your eyes are drawn to that, and then you see the training wheels. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's uh, and it's almost. I mean, it, it is it, the 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 training wheels have to be there. I would assume for the frame. I, I assume you could maybe like get crushed by it it's, if it didn't. It looks happen. so heavy. Like it, it, uh, this. It's hard to convey over the the podcast because you can't see it, but when you actually see it, when you look at a picture of it, and, and I know thirty two hundred pounds is is a lot, but it 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 looks all of that thirty two hundred pounds. Yeah, like it's there's there's nothing about that piece of machinery that's light. It also <laughs> looks like just yeah the the curves and just kind of. It looks like something from Dr. Seuss. Yes. You know, you it know, very much looks like a cat in the hat car. But instead, kind of back in that cockpit, you'd be like sitting in a high stool or something. That'd be the only difference between a Dr. Seuss car and, and this ridiculous train wheel contraption. Right. God, how... I love how it's got I, the wood spoke wheels, too. Yeah, on the training wheels as well. Just tiny versions. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. That's crazy. I want to hear it. Yeah, I like it. Like I, I want. I want to. I want to be standing next to one when it starts. You, you know, it's it's, it's got to have some kind of crazy sound with those those coils and all that craziness. So, all right, what yeah. did you think of the the Fuller Dymaxion? Um, I kind of love it, uh, but I think that's only because I had the the Oscar the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile has a special yeah. place in my heart. Which is I'm a really what this looks like. It's it's the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile and an Airstream trailer had a child, and that's yeah. the Fuller Dymaxion. I, and I'm kind of fascinated <laughs> by Buckminster Fuller anyway because he's just kind of a, a an oddball genius character of you know American history. Uh, apparently, yeah. I, I've I've been kind of interested in this before. I guess like. People, like there were horrible accidents during the test drives or something, and it, it wasn't necessarily had to do with the car, but it was like kind of like on The Simpsons when some you know you'd have explosions for no good reason. But it yeah. has it looks like a like a blimp gondola with two well, wheels in the front and a third wheel in the back that did the steering. Okay, and that so that's what like that's kind of what I was getting at. It's hard to see, at least from the picture that's embedded in the article, how many wheels there actually are. Um, but I see it now. I see the 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 second front wheel is kind of hidden behind the two people that yeah. are standing in front of the car in the photo in the article. I so, believe Bunk Mister yeah, Fuller himself. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 two wheels in the front, one in the back, and you said that the back one was it did the steering. Yeah, yeah, it kind of okay. kind of reminds you like a like a plane, like the like the the wheel and the tail. Yes, as you're landing. I also like the little Absolutely. horn on the side of it too. That's kind of a nice little touch. But yeah. it looks like you have great view, you know, because it has a nice nice cockpit there. You'd have uh, wide angle. 
<laughs> so yeah. you, you'd have a good field of vision, but it's a it's a strange thing. But it was definitely, you know, something that was different. Oh man, I you know things like that, you know, intrigue me as a as a driver. Like I I like to drive. Um, you know, I'm I'm by no means a professional driver or anything like that, but I, I do enjoy driving vehicles. Um, and and things like this in, intrigue me in a in a in a manner of just I want to see what it's like to drive it, like you know, because with a three wheeled vehicle where you're steering from the back, it's, yeah, I, it's almost like you're going backwards with a shopping cart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I really want to, I, I want to drive it. I, I want to know what it's like to drive that vehicle. Well, I, it, it was not long for this world. It's just not, you know, not, not something Unfortunately. We yeah. meant to have. <laughs> Apparently the third version yeah. had a stabilizer fin on the top. <laughs> I saw that. But, and I guess it's kind of like those, those like big SUVs. It, it would just roll over if it was windy. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that there is no picture in the article of the the um, next vehicle that I want to talk about on the list. But if you Google it, it, it looks kind of amazing. Like it, it looks like a running version of a toy car. Uh, it's the the nineteen forty nine Crossley Hotshot. Ah, uh, um, yeah. It it literally looks like a toy car. Like the, it's got the you know the the three spoke steering wheel that just sticks out of a stick that that goes you know it, yeah. it's got to be directly you know directly attached to the front axle to, to steer these front yeah. wheels. Like, it, it, and it, it, I mean, there's nothing to this thing. It, it's literally like a sheet metal body, an engine in the front, and a it's couple a, of gauges, and that's it's it. a death trap. <laughs> It, it it looks like an amusement park kind of thing that you would be on the little track with the wheels underneath and you yeah. have that, that loud motor. Um, that's kind of what it looks like, but you can't really, you know, do much basically with a lawnmower motor and uh, you'd putter along at about five miles an hour and have some fun. Uh, but apparently this is a real car. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to believe that anybody could actually sit in it and not have it just fall apart. <laughs> I do, well, I, the engineers design these things. <laughs> I, well, and that—that's what I think blows me away the most is that you know the, there are there were people that have a much better grasp of engineering and design than I that designed this. <laughs> it's like... multiple engineers, you know, and then they, they checked their math and they did this and it just, it, yeah, that's what it came with. I mean, it's just as bad as the 1957 King Midget model three. <laughs> I, I almost say that the, this King Midget is worse and it's, you know, eight years newer, uh, <laughs> Than, than the Crossley Hotshot. Everything is so... All the angles are so sharp on the King Midget. It, it's, it literally it's, looks like a like somebody made it out of a shoebox. It's like the Crossley, 
but you take any aerodynamic, uh, you know, qualities of efficiency of the crossway, right. <laughs> just make the dumbest box car possible. Yeah. Like I, I mean, it's I, I, I'm I'm at a loss for words, really. And they they uh, they sold these. What this is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and people bought them. I, oh God. It, I, I do like at the end of the article, though, it says that government safety standards at long last put the King Midget out of our misery. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good case for regulation. I mean, a lot of these are a good case for regulation. <laughs> okay, it's a... Uh, God, what a, what a nightmare. Yeah. All right, well, it's, the Edsel, that's been talked about to death. That's not that interesting at this point. I, well, and I, I don't... I mean... I guess I understand why why it gets the hate that it, is, it does, but I, I really don't think it's that bad looking of a car. I mean, I, I realize that apparently it's, you know, not a great vehicle and things like that, but at least from a design standpoint, it's, you know, it's straight out of the 50s. I mean, it's, it, it screams 50s. I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe that middle is just a little too skinny, you know, that, that, that where the grill comes together. That's about it. I mean, I like the headlights, but... yeah. You know, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it is what it is, right? And it didn't destroy so, Ford, yeah. Lotus Elite is on this list, which really, I mean, it you know, it's essentially a uh, I mean, it looks just like a Mazda Miata, right? yeah, really, except you know, re- 50 it really does 50 years earlier. Like, <laughs> actually, that's that's kind of shocking how much it looks like that, <laughs> right. Huh. And then we get out of the really not, not too much to say on the elite. Uh, let's see. I want to take a look. I gotta pull up a picture of it. This Zundap Janus or Janus? I don't know how they want to pronounce it. Well, it's... I assume it's German, which is. Why I'm saying Giannis. Yeah, built in Nuremberg, Germany. Oh, that thing. I've seen those before. Oh, yeah, it's the Steve Urkel car. Yeah. Yeah, that... <laughs> You're right! He this the is Steve! And he, and he, they, 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 he got stuck the one time because they like backed him into a wall or something and he couldn't open the door. <laughs> <laughs> You're right! <laughs> Now, this gets extra points taken away from it because it's German engineering, and that's what they came up with. Right. <laughs> its Top unique feature was the rear-facing bench seat, which meant passengers could watch in horror as traffic threatened to rear-end this rolling roadblock. <laughs> <laughs> Top speed at 50 miles an hour. <laughs> 14 horsepower engine. Oh, God. 250 cc. It's like and in those, Germany, like, mini bikes now, like the the those little like toy but, uh, motorcycles that that people yeah. buy for their kids. It's like a uh, 250 cc. Can you imagine taking this thing on the autobahn? Oh, <laughs> now the Amphicar looks like it should be a lot of fun. I I I just love that they put. You know what appear to be, you know, fish fins on the back of it, 
<laughs> like, like it wasn't on the nose enough to call it an amphicar. They, it, it, they had to make it look like it was a fish. Those fins that, kind know, of, it kind of looks like you're not that far off from putting fins on like a Batmobile to make it look like right. you know, from a similar time period. Oh, yeah. The rest of it doesn't look, it's not stylized at all. And then you get these weird fins in the back. But then look how happy the people are in the picture. Look, they're having a great time. Looks, I think uh, the not... best part about the about the paragraph on the Amphicar is that it uh, mentions the fact that it was a peacetime descendant of the Nazi Schwimmwagen, <laughs> which uh... is extremely fun to say, as the article points out. Schwimmwagen. Um, yeah, it's a like military transport that goes in the water. So, and what could be said about the Corvair that Ralph Nader has already said? You know. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. It's really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> the Corvair was offered for a while with a gasoline burner heater located in the front trunk. A common but dangerously dumb accessory. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's... That's... And once again, so an awesome. engineer came up with that. Yeah. Well, and I love the, uh, which obviously is the you know main point in Ralph Nader's book, that it has a single-piece steering column that could impale the driver in a front-end collision. Probably quite efficiently. Yeah, I, I, I mean, don't think... You know, if you're going to get in a wreck, yeah. you might as well die. So. That's just going to yeah. be, uh, there won't be much doubt about it. <laughs> nope. The front Oh, truck. man. 1966, the Peel Trident. Uh, yeah. The article starts off less than less a car than a fifth grade science project on seed germination. This thing is ridiculous. It literally like, looks like a fishbowl. It's like googie architecture, like on crack. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's it's yes. like a, it's like the closest thing to a Jetsons little whatever they zoomed around in. Um, but not hovering. Three wheels. That's, that's yes. a common. That's a, that's a common theme with these uh, these failures. <laughs> God, three wheels is such a bad idea. But yeah, the the bubble roof. It's just uh, it, it's crazy. I, I I do like the picture of people actually driving it though. It just looks even. It just looks so ridiculous. Oh, that's adorable though. <laughs> yeah. I just love the the one picture on Google of people just squishing in two people squishing into this thing. <laughs> it's so cute. Then uh, we have the what? AMC Gremlin, which I'm sure everybody is, you know, familiar with. Probably not though at this point. I, I mean, well, it, it's getting kind of old here, but. <laughs> They, they, I mean, they're. It's a real good time capsule, you know, like to. Absolutely. Look back at yeah, it shows, design it, of the, it shows the time that period you know, and early seventies vehicle design. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're at. We're venturing out into hatchbacks and different things like that. Oh yeah! Oh, they've got the Chrysler Imperial LeBaron hardtop two door. On this list. 
1971. There's just something about Imperial and LeBaron that just doesn't seem to go I, together. <laughs> I always, like, I don't know. They, it, I've known a couple people with Chrysler LeBarons, and I, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but they, they seem like the same type of people. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> okay, so is it just me, or is this the like the longest car in the history of the world? Uh, it's real close. I'm I trying friend... to think of what my buddy's dad's car was. Some, some kind of Pontiac or something. I have a friend who had a 1970 Cadillac. Uh, Four-door, I think it was a DeVille, I don't know. But it, that thing was like a battleship. You could put eight people in it. Um on the bench seats. This looks every bit as long of it, but maybe even longer. I don't know. It, it seems ridiculous. Like, yes, we've gone too far, but they had yeah, nineteen I mean, feet that, long. That's the that's the time period, though. The uh, the I mean that you know, kind of late sixties early 70s time period had these huge freaking cars it's go watch live and let die and you get <laughs> longest it, classic it, car we could find it's like a 75 doc- cadillac fleetwood 75 okay so this is this isn't even length of 21 feet this isn't even like this isn't peak gigantic car this is just this is it's uh you know uh the descendants of it Gosh. And then we get into ones I may have actually had, you know, our family had when I was a child, but not not a 71 Pinto, but uh, we definitely had a mid-70s Pinto when I was a very small fella. And that was the one that yeah, we had Yeah, we had a lot of Chevys <laughs> in my family growing up. A few older Buicks. We had a, uh, we had a Caprice station wagon. For a while, which was uh, that was a beast of a station wagon. The classic longest cars of all time. <laughs> these, these are these are impressive. <laughs> yeah, I've I've taken a uh, <laughs> taken a detour into a different into a different article, but yeah, the the <laughs> nineteen sixty six Toronado. 119 inch wheelbase, <laughs> and it's a it's a two door. That's the thing right. that's so crazy about it's it. Freaking huge! Uh, now this this Fleetwood 75 is it, they call it a production car, but it really looks like a limo. Um, looks pretty similar. Oh, it was a Bonneville. To... My buddy's dad had a Bonneville. Um, and Just yeah, massive. That, that's exactly. Oh wow! What look at that thing. Like. It was so wide and so long, and like, so imp- and the top of it is so, so impossibly ridiculous. flat. Right, <laughs> it's just oh, it's so ridiculous. Oh, that electric's kind of sexy, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they fixed like it that. up, I kind of like the, the 1956 Imperial. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That'd be a it's lot a of very fun. Mobster-looking car. Oh yeah. Yeah, this Fleetwood 75, though, that's, I mean, 
That's twenty-one feet of car, man. I, I mean, does that <laughs> does that look like like kind of like what the base of like the Ghostbusters the, the one? I mean, it's the nineteen seventy-five Cadillac Fleetwood is available in two versions: the nine-passenger sedan and the limousine. <laughs> wow! Like. It's a nine-passenger sedan. It holds more people than your average SUV. <laughs> <clears throat> that's, oh, man. That's just incredible. That's like the pinnacle of just ridiculousness. Especially when you think about the fact that, like, most people's garages in 1975 <laughs> would not have accommodated a 21-foot car. Yeah, there were there were some garages. I mean, most too. people's garages in in you know nowadays aren't going to accommodate a twenty one foot car. No. Oh. I, I mean, wow. there's people's I... driveways that won't accommodate a twenty one foot car. <laughs> it's got into the park, you know, into the uh, the sidewalk. <laughs> oh, that's uh... good stuff. All right, back to the weird. We're we're off our longest car tangent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I, I do love I, a I, I love a good long car. I want to I want to skip a couple and get into the uh, 1975 Trabant. <laughs> it leads the uh, the article on this car saying this car <laughs> this is the car that gave communism a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> Powered by a two-stroke pollution generator that maxed out at an ear-splitting. 18 horsepower. <laughs> Some of the oh, best yeah, parts that's... of this article are literally just the descriptions on it. The Trabant that... is a hollow lie of a car constructed of recycled worthlessness. <laughs> Sorry to mention another Simpsons reference, but the Mr. Plow episode when Homer had to go get the yes. new car and he went to Crazy Vaclavs, this is like the ancestor of Crazy Vaclavs. Put it in Eich. Like those kind of cars. It's just, wow. Um, that, that's at the beginning. I, I'm of not sure how this gets worse. Eastern Bloc crap. Like, well, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like the I, Yugo. I, I mean, it's just this is a, a better looking for. I mean, it's better looking than the Yugos of you know we grew up. Um, every <laughs> bit is crappy, but it's a little more fun to look at. Trabant's smoked like an Iraqi oil fire when they ran it all, and often lacked even the most basic of amenities like brake lights or turn signals. <laughs> Oh, uh, he had to be putting your hand out the window and doing all that fun stuff. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is a great list. <laughs> the people's car, East Germany. Oh, man. MC Pacer. I remember this car. I knew somebody that had this car. You know when you see it. <clears throat> AMC made some incredible stuff, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I do like this one that you pick up all souped up with a hood scoop on it when you look up Google Images. It, uh, the Pacer was the... Wasn't that from uh, Wayne's World? Isn't that what Garth had? I believe so, yes. Because it, it had that like the, the most ridiculous hatchback windows that have ever... Yeah. Uh, it's just... It, they're so odd. <laughs> how they wrap around awkwardly, but not all the way around, just enough 
to be really yeah. weird. Yep. Yeah, th- that is a truly hideous automobile. Oh, it's terrible. There's nothing. There's no redeeming quality in that. And I like the brown tones and the harvest. You know, the harvest gold and avocado they, green. Yeah, colors. that was very it's so popular. <laughs> yeah. You can also get your fridges in that color, and your you know your stoves, uh, and your AMC pacers. Thing. Like burnt umber and burnt sienna. All the burnt colors. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did they say? What I remember of this car in the summer, it was like being a, under being an ant under a mean kid's magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Air conditioning was non-existent. You could actually see fumes of volatile petrochemicals outgassing from the <laughs> plastic well, dash. Well, that's oh, know. and then they even mention Wayne's World. Wayne, I feel woozy is the last sentence in there. And <laughs> <sighs> we're getting up. Closer to the, the real classic. Generation. Man, see, and, and I know that you know I have you know a, a little bit of nostalgia goggles for the for the DeLorean DMC twelve. Um, yeah, but there's just something about a go-wing doored vehicle that's made and you know that has a stainless steel body. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's just I, something about that car, man. It's it's you know really, it's really and dumb. I, I realize the but... flux capacitor isn't isn't real, but uh, I I love it. Well, it, uh, have... it's a special place in my heart for the DeLorean. They 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 do mention it in here. The 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 not so well known story about the cocaine being used to uh, to help finance the project they they mentioned it towards <laughs> the end of the paragraph like that that is one of the that. the crazier things behind uh, the DeLorean um, that gets lost in the stainless steel and gall wing thing you know but yeah that was uh, cocaine mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Cadillac Cimarron is terrible. It's, it's just terrible disgusting. It should, it should be wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> A flagrant insult to the good name and fine customers of Cadillac. What <laughs> 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 a snark in this article here. The, there's a the, there's quite a bit, yeah. But it is a worst of, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, 50 worst cars of all time. They're not getting, not getting much worse than that. Oh, we got to talk about the Cam- the Camaro Iron Duke. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's so... It, this is... If you know anybody that still drives one of these or has driven one of these in the last 20 years, um, they're probably a terrible person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is the the worst kind of awfulness uh, in a vehicle. Yeah, gross. <laughs> it's so ugly, too. It's so bad. 
there, yes, there was, the, and and everybody that drove the, you know, the, what was it, the like mid '90s Firebird that was super popular with people. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So bad. It was just a basically a, you know, more modern version of the Iron Duke. Um, right. Anyway. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, there's a go. <laughs> yes. In a car Did, where carpet was listed as st- a standard feature, the Yugo had a rear window defroster, reportedly to keep your hands warm while you pushed it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the evolution That's of the funny. Trabant, though. I mean, it, it's a awful love child yes. of communist, uh, you know, architecture. Soviet block Yugoslavia. <laughs> Uh, did you know anybody that had one of these? Or <laughs> No, but I love the built-in Soviet bloc Yugoslavia. The Yugo had the distinct feeling of something assembled at gunpoint. <laughs> yes. Now, that this is the put-it-in-H car right here. Oh, God. I, now, I, I had never seen this Lamborghini LM... Zero zero two. I don't know what you're supposed it to call like it. It looks like the precursor to the Hummer. It does. So um, it's really off putting. <laughs> it, it it's really like, is. like the rest of the car doesn't match the hood. Uh, or no, not at just... all. And I'm really kind of surprised at the fact that this was the design scheme that was chosen in 1986. It this is like something I would have drawn on a, a you know, notebook paper. <laughs> you know, this right. is, is, is a good idea. Uh, what, in 1986. Like maybe 1986 like, me would have drawn something like this, but I was four. I was seven. I would have definitely drawn something like this. And I would have put, like, like um, saw blades coming out of it, too, you know, but... <laughs> right, rocket <laughs> <make> a, <laughs> Yeah, of course. To make it a little more dangerous. Um where the hell did this thing come from? I I don't know. Especially being that it's a Lamborghini too, like it's I, it's just weird. Weird. The Rambo Lambo was civilian version of a military vehicle. Wow. I do like the the Ude Hussein uh, had one, and the military blew it up in two thousand four. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. The Ford Explorer. I, I don't remember the 1995 Ford Explorer being such a problem. Um, I remember. Is Yeah. Okay. So they mentioned it in the article. This is the one where the tires kept coming apart. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, it was it was more an issue with Firestone than than Ford, but yeah, the the tires kept like coming apart. Yeah, I do. Which is yeah, super weird. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like how it says the Ford Explorer is responsible for setting this country on the spiral of vehicular obesity that we're still it really is and, contending with today. And then Ford Ford is going to take it to the umpteenth level in in a few more from here. Um, did anybody drive this GM EV1, or is it just a, 
Oh, it's an electric one. Okay, I remember that now too. Because now we're getting into what actually was was like driving. Yeah. That was the thing with electric cars back then. It's like, why do they have to make it look so stupid? <laughs> I remember this thing, but it's 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 a straight up copy of the Honda, the original Honda Insight. Yeah. Like, it's. I mean, unless I'm completely wrong in my timeline. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe GM's was out first, but I swear the Insight was out first. Yeah, I don't know. Both kind of ugly. Plymouth. Either way, Plymouth it doesn't Prowler. matter. They're both. They were both super ugly. Oh god, the Plymouth Prowler was so bad. Nope, the EV one is out first. Production huh. ninety nine to two thousand six. What were they yeah, thinking with the insane. Prowler? People bought this thing. I this is the the Prowler is what kicked off this whole retro modern design scheme. Especially with especially with Chrysler. I hate it for it. Yeah. Like I I hate them for it. Cuz they the the Prowler was the the first one of these, you know, modern vehicles to look like an old car. And yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, there was some novelty to it when this came out in 97, but it just, I, it's so weird. A flaccid little jerk of a car. <laughs> yeah. I, it just, I, I don't know. I, there's, it still rubs me the wrong way, and I think it's just the the design cues of it. Um, it looks like an oversized slice of pizza. Yeah, it it, it was in that stupid bumper on the front. Yeah. All right, I don't know the Fiat Multipla. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up though. <laughs> yeah I can't wait to get to the next one so we'll we'll look uh, up the Fiat real quick but oh it's it's god awful you, you need to see this thing I, yeah I'm pulling it up right now oh it's gross oh <laughs> no it looks like the car has a big zit on the top of it <laughs> a goiter or a car, yeah the car's got <laughs> like double chins it's, it's terrible Oh, it's so gross. Oh, oh, I gotta get this out of... Let's talk about the Ford Excursion. Yeah. Oh, the Ford Excursion. I mean, come on. Like, I, this thing was so gigantic. Like, 7,000 pounds, 19 feet long, 6.5 feet tall. It I, just... Uh. I, it's it's, it, it's so bad. I uh, now now how much bigger it, is that than like the the suburban of those time periods though? No, they were similar in size. Like it was. This the, was the, the suburban. This was the organic also. Yeah, the, I mean this. I like the, the, the you know late nineties, early two thousands were the the era of gigantic SUV excess. 
Like they were, they were just taking pickup trucks at this point and enclosing them fully and putting seats in them all the way back. Ranchers, farmers, tugboat enthusiasts. <laughs> I like that they mentioned tugboat enthusiasts. <laughs> it's just, it's it's too much. We went too far. Yeah. I don't know much with the Jaguar X type. I mean, I like that. I like that era of Jaguars, the kind of like a little bit slopey, a little bit curvy, uh, you know. It's it's a it's I'm, a nice I'm not going to go buy one, but yeah, I mean it's for an English vehicle. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. And now the infamous Pontiac Aztec. Which it does bother me that the picture in this article is a Pontiac vibe. Yeah, it's which is not an Aztec because the that, Aztec is is ugly enough on its own, and maybe that's just the reason that they put it in there is that they didn't really want to have to go look up a picture of the Aztec. It's just not doing it justice. The the vibe is it's such a more attractive car. Yeah, and it's really not an attractive car. No, but compared much. to the Aztec, but it, compared to the Aztec, it absolutely is. Yeah, what I it seems very practical, but it's so hideous. Yeah, well, that's like that's like a, a lot of the cars around that time that were introduced around that time. Because if you remember, the Honda Element was introduced around that same time as the Honda. As the yeah, Honda that's Aztec. right. Yeah, and it's a it's a super ugly car that it has its functionality. Like it's got rubber floors and everything, like a Jeep, so you can you know it was you can really practical inside and everything. Um, which you know, if you're you if can move the seats around too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. It is what it is, but... It's like the Aztec... The front end is, is hideous, but it's that, like, the back quarter panel window is what just takes it over the edge from ugly car to, like, legendarily ugly car. Yeah. That high butt it's got. <laughs> but yeah, it's not it's as high as it should be. It slopes down and still a high butt. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's the Aztec is a very bad car, and and the wheels are way too small for how high up and how boxy it is too, and, and right. all that plastic trim on the bottom. It's just everything yeah, about it's got it is wheels just the wrong. size of a Civic, <laughs> and uh, it's it, it's just not. Yeah, it, it's way out of proportion, and the the design scheme is just bad. How do they keep? How long do they make that till? The Aztec. Yeah. It was on sale. Got Google in front of me. Two thousand to two thousand five. Okay, it's only five it, model years. I'm surprised it lasted that long, actually. Yeah, me too. Because it was so like reviled by humanity. It. it it's 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 that plastic stuff on the bottom too. I mean, it's just so many things that are wrong. Yeah, that just it's, it's very bad. It you shouldn't have done that, Pontiac. And now you're not anything anymore. So, right? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously why the Hummer H two. Well, you had a nice run, Hummer, for <laughs> a little bit. 
but this was during the excess time period. I I never understood the appeal of Hummers. Like I, I, I never. The did only either. Hummer that I ever thought was even interesting was the H1, and that's only because it is literally a military vehicle. That's yeah, I I liked been I liked him with military qualities. Of yeah, it. with the machine gun turret on the top. That's kind of like uh, <laughs> that's where my just, appeal left, and a big I mean, antenna. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the only thing. You know, the only thing that I thought was interesting about the Hummer, and I'm not even going to say I liked it, but I thought it was interesting, is that I always thought it would be difficult to drive because the thing's like 10 feet wide. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's it's almost wider than than your average lane on a road. So, you know, it always, it, it always makes me chuckle a little no. bit whenever I go down like a really narrow side street, and I'm like, yeah, a Hummer probably wouldn't fit down here. Could you, could you <laughs> imagine that in Europe? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, you know that the the Hummer H1 even being offered to the public, I feel like was like quintessential American excess. It, it it's like the most WWE car too at the time right. period. You know? <laughs> oh god! Oh, the Chevy oh. SSR. Oh, it's just like I, I just don't get this car. Like I just want to punch that stupid front end's face. It, yeah. <laughs> It looks like a childish animation. It's all the fenders and it's <laughs> right. like, shut up. I want to. It's got a very punchable face. I just want to knock those those headlights out and <laughs> scuff up all the shiny stuff. Uh, it's, it, it makes me very angry. And, and yeah. uh, thank you, Plymouth Prowler. Because uh, right. uh, this is I what you brought so into the world. Gross. I, I, I'm I'm glad we're out of this this time period. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, do you still see these things at all? The SSR. Yeah. Not very often. I I saw one the other day. If I remember right, they, I mean it it had like the the rear end that was kind of like a truck, right? Yeah. An unholy abomination. Yeah, yeah, things gross. And, and but what I do see relatively often, there's somebody that lives near near me that has an HHR, which is yes. even worse. It's the I don't know. It's even, the love child of the SSR and the Pontiac and the, Aztec. It, 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 yeah, but did it come out before the PT Cruiser or after? Because uh, it definitely, it, it yeah, because it, 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 oh, they looked at it and said, hey, we can do that. Right. Yeah, because the PT Cruiser came out in 2000, it looks like, if what I'm seeing is correct. Oh, this is just, ugh, I need to take a shower after looking at these, it's just so gross. I hate the PT Cruiser. There's still a lot of them out there. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, well, what started off as nice and fun turned to the absolutely revolting as time went on, didn't it? <laughs> it's just so the way had, the list was compiled, fellas. Uh, I, yeah, we had to revisit the HHR. Uh, uh, it's just, it just made, the, does just make me mad. Yeah. It, the the, the, the right. Chrysler stuff... Bad enough. <laughs> yeah, we can go back and look at the 1975 Cla- uh, Cadillac Fleetwood 75. 
Yeah, for about nine persons a day. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the, the way that that's the way that that's worded it makes me feel like the nine passenger sedan was a bigger car than the limousine <laughs> 1975 cadillac fleetwood is available in two versions the nine passenger sedan and the limousine <laughs> oh, wow so awesome so the 75 limousine away from the chevy ssr <laughs> Anything to wipe that from our memories. Yeah. It's also too how high up the fins go on this, um, on the '75 limousine. It, it's just it's it looks like a Munsters mobile, you know. Or, or I love it. If I if I could find one for a decent price, I think I might consider buying it. it it's like you can think of them. You know, they're in the room on the drafting tables, and they're coming to go, no, bigger. No, bigger. No, what about the tail fins? Higher. No, more flared. <laughs> yeah. No, you can. If we're going that far, why don't we go this much? Oh, it's so awesome. Wait, I, I don't know. How do you think those things handle? At that point, I want somebody to drive me around in it. With gloves on and a, and a yeah. you know, like a, a cap. Yep. Well, if we ever become super wealthy, that's what we're totally getting. And yep. um, the bigger the fins, the better. And I think definitely black is the only color for it. Oh, of course. <laughs> I just don't think it works any other way. No. Yeah, of course. Black. They have Black on black on black. And it's got to be running all the time, too, so that in the, in the summer it's not too hot when I get in it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have the air conditioning on, just sitting in the driveway. <laughs> like, and you know, it's got. I ever want to go anywhere on a whim. It's got ashtrays ready. You know, <laughs> those right. little white wall tires. Uh, those funny brake lights that stick out. Stocked with the bar stocked in the back. It's just, uh, yeah. That's that's the that's the peak of Cadillac engineering right there. We we can't mm-hmm. go any further. Wow, that thing. Yeah, I think that's a good way to end it. Just thinking about the uh, the seventy five. Yeah, I think so too. Plus, we're approaching we're approaching an hour here, so we will uh, we'll be back next week for more shenanigans. So, if you're driving HHR, we're, we're, we're sorry. If I you're driving, that, uh, don't have better visuals for you all, but look them up. It's it's a, it's a feast for your eyes. It yeah. you'll you'll enjoy. It. You'll get a kick out of it, and. If you're driving a Pontiac Aztec, uh, get, get a hold of us. We, no, we want to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't actually drive it off a bridge. No, uh, contact us and we can hang out and we want to ride in it. Just for, just for fun. Alright, and on that note, we're out. Good night, ladies, gentlemen. Yes, good night. Have a good one. All right, that's it from us. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, follow on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, Be sure to check us out on the Facebooks and the Twitters, and we will see you all in the next episode.